From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. I'm drinking their new Silk Mill uh, Stout. Is that right? Yeah, oatmeal stout. Uh, Just uh, some uh, angry redhead here. So, Oh, that is very good. Yeah. Send me a little. I'm sure you only drink two of those bad boys, and I'll keep the rest. Yeah, I'm driving tonight, so I'm not going to be drinking all three. Uh, But uh, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out podcast. Join us there on, I believe, November 11th for Bingo Night and your chance to win uh, some tickets to to a Preds game. Uh, That'll be a fun time. Uh, we've got a bunch in store today. Uh, we've got some bunch of hockey news, a little bit of sports news, and we're going over the uh, unfortunate news that came out of Chicago today. Uh, but let's uh, – how are you doing this week, bud? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Um, well as can be. Uh, long week, a couple weeks ahead of me. Uh, can't really talk about it right now, but believe me, three weeks from now, potentially four weeks from now, <laughs> We're going to have a long, our main topic. Could be 12 weeks. We have no idea at this point, but our main topic is going to be dope. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but um, yeah, I'm doing well, man. Uh, looking forward to the game on Saturday uh, and brewing our beer, which got, which got delayed from this past weekend, this coming up Halloween. Yeah. So looking forward to that. What about yourself, brother? Doing good, man. You know, just uh, working, you know, we're uh, ramping up to our busy season. So just been oh. working a lot. Uh, just, you know, enjoying life, man. Yeah, bro. Excited to brew some beer soon. Uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. Let's jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, we've got a lot. And uh, this this is a hefty beer, a really dark, you know, uh, heavy beer, but it's a it's a good tasting beer. Uh, Kraken, Seattle Kraken had their home opener a couple days ago from recording. Uh, it, you know, it was a, it was a little sour for them. The, uh, Vancouver uh, ended up walking out of there, but man, that is a sweet barn. They uh they've got those two jumbotrons on the on the ends, which are really cool, and they've got the uh, you know it's kind of it's almost like below ground level. So they have that big uh, wall made of glass where if you're on the street, on the sidewalk, you can actually look in and see the ice. Well, I mean, you know, they've got to pay for that somehow. And it sounds like that is going to be funded by beer purchases from what you were telling me. I also saw that, you know, a lot of places have like those those plastic cups. Like when you get a beer, you get the the cheap plastic cup at a stadium. They've got these metal cups that have the Seattle and the Climate Pledge Arena logo on them. So that's where all that money's going. That's why they're 13 cups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, $13 for a beer. I don't care how. I mean, look, what am I going to do with 14 metal cups walking around, bro? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't. I'm not going to keep up with them. You think that they reuse them? That's Maybe. probably what happens. They're just like, let me go grab these cups yeah. out of the. They got a, they got a guy that, that they uh, they pay to pull cups. Well, know. they have one busboy for the entire arena. Jeff, Jeff, uh, he's like, hey, 
we're not one to to waste money around the, the around the Amazon arena. That is where who it is, <laughs> yeah, right? It's quite, Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, he's like he well he just forces somebody to go in there. He's like go dig through the trash, find the metal cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov on long term IR. Uh, it's you know th- then when they tweeted out uh, when the league tweeted that out, everyone thought it was like just a retweet from the season prior. But no, it's the same things happening, but we're happening a little bit different uh, in, as far as their standings go. Tampa is struggling. They, I believe they have not led at one point this entire season. They have. Ooh. Yeah. It, that's rough. They, uh, I, I should have taken a picture of the screen, but I, they, their stats are, are real bad. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, well, they actually, the wild are doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about the, uh, investigation a little bit later on in the show, but the Blackhawks off to a nightmarish start. Um, I wrote this before the investigation uh, findings came out, but uh, yeah, but on, well, let's talk on the ice at first. Uh, they are looking bad. Our predictions were that they, you know, we're going to be good. Seth Jones uh, statistically wise had the worst game out of anyone. Uh, this last game, as far as his stats go, uh, that is, he's taken up a huge contract and that looks like it could be one of the worst trades in team history i mean it it must be specific things that have happened because i mean he's looking fine in fantasy so yeah well i mean well they're not talking about fantasy points they're talking more about like just uh his, you well, know, that's yeah. all i care about his <laughs> fantasy points uh he seems to be doing fine in fantasy yeah. i mean but they were i mean is it the worst con- they were just paying duncan keith like millions of dollars to do what sounds like the the same thing. So it was it was basically a wash, right? Is yeah. what it sounded like. But no, I mean they're looking not great. But then again, uh, and, and 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 it's funny our weekly impressions segment in the uh, in the fantasy show. And if you listen to that, you'll obviously hear that there as well. Are we living in some sort of bizarro world where just like everything the I, I, I we were talking about it. It seems like every single one of our predictions, maybe give or take like one or two, are not looking so hot right now. Yeah, like it seems like uh, we are gonna have everybody that was gonna be an eighth is probably gonna win the division. Uh, man, it is it is looking real Buffalo crazy this early. Took on. it to Tampa. I mean, and they're yeah. looking decent. Detroit is looking real good. We we you like I was medium on the Florida train. You were completely off the Florida train I was off of it. and they are one of the undefe- undefeated teams. Yeah. I mean, I, I was off of it. Only- I wasn't, I wasn't like, Oh, this will never happen. Yeah. I just didn't feel it. But yeah. like, but, but I mean, it's, it's really early, but they have isn't that, isn't that why we're here is to overreact. Yeah. Well, not just that, but here's what a lot of people forget. These points in the first five games are worth the same amount as points from the last five games of the season. So if teams end up missing, if Tampa ends up missing the playoffs by three or four points, teams don't get to say, oh, well, this is just the beginning of the season because these points are still matter. Yeah, I mean, I understand how sports work, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is it's it's a it, in an 82 game season. We have a lot, lot more hockey to play. Yeah. So, yes, every game is important and worth the same amount. Yeah. But it's hard for us to sit here and say that the way that the exactly the same thing as you're saying all points are worth the same. So if they gain them at the end of the season yeah. and make the playoffs, then they still get to go. To yeah. The and at the end of the day, that's what matters. So, right. So that, but, that's, you know, we're now six um, for some teams, six, seven games in the season. Yeah. Uh, this isn't, there's a big difference. I think between six, seven games in the season and the first week. 
Yeah, no. I and mean, it's not like Tampa, and I'm using Tampa as an example, it's not like Tampa has lost these games close and, you know, it's coming down, oh, some, you know, just puck luck and some of them up, bounced in. What's up with your What's up with your boys, the Blues, dude? They're dominating, they're unbeaten. You think they're saying, okay, okay, so that so that's my point, is we're yeah. going to get some changes uh, within this structure, or maybe we won't and we're just idiots. But then again, I don't think that that was ever, Yeah, it was never argued, right? We always admitted to be an idiot yeah okay, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> now a guy who we could have seen this happening mcdavid is off to a fantastic start who is that again <sighs> this little this little known guy <laughs> uh 13 points in five games he is on a record i believe they said like 220 points this season is, is the track he's on if he were to keep this up but <laughs> and, and i mean the thing is like haha we're joking but like it's it is it's possible. Yeah. Like if at the end of the season, like it would be mind blowingly crazy to see it, but I wouldn't be like that. I don't even believe that it would ever happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is definitely possible. I mean, Alex Ovechkin, I don't even know. Alex Ovechkin is also still lighting it up. Nobody could have seen this. coming. <laughs> nobody could have seen that. I was always, I'm still high Connor on him McDavid, in fantasy leagues. Connor McDavid and Alex Ovechkin would be doing well. Yeah. They're so little known that it just wasn't expected. <laughs> yeah. Sleepers. Is what no, honestly, though, I mean, we, I think we both agree that, um, that Ovechkin this season is, especially with two shortened seasons for, on his race to the, I mean, I think one of our very first few shows ever. We're on episode 85 now. Yeah. It would have to have been one to five. We had a large-scale discussion on whether or not Alex Ovechkin would break the goals record, not the points record. We don't ever see that as something that is that is possible, though McDavid, if he keeps it up, that might be possible for him. We didn't think that that was possible, but, but Ovechkin – really got a punch in the gut right after we really talked about that with two shortened seasons in a row. Yeah. And now looking at it, if he has a really, really good season, that, that was that was on minimal goal averages that we were doing. Yeah. And if he has a couple of seasons, and it's not like these past two shortened seasons, he didn't have a bunch of goals, yeah. just not as much as he could have had. So. The, so in six games, he's got seven goals, five assists, 26 shots on goal, and 50 shot attempts. Yeah, I would say if he scores more than a goal a game and has 82 goals this year, that'll be, that'll help. <laughs> That'll help get him back on pace to what yeah. we were talking about. Um, it will be if he doesn't make it. How how frustrating? Not necessarily frustrating, but but how unfortunate would that be for a guy that had two shortened seasons due yeah. to COVID, lockout seasons that were in play? Uh, I mean, that's that's going to be a tough pill to swallow yeah. for big sports fans. And I I, mean, th- I think he's going to get it. I think that him and the team. You know, they when they sat down, they they he, he this wasn't the kind of thing where he's like, oh, well, if I get it, I get it. like he wants this, he wants to get it, do it, and he told the team, I want this and I want to do it here. Yeah. And people are like, oh, he's getting old. Well, he, he's looking good. He's his, his performance on ice is looking good. I mean, he just he just keeps. Some pa- people have that DNA. Him, Tom Brady. Well, he's just pounding I mean, vodka every day. Yeah. I mean, he is just killing anything he, yeah. that would fight fight against his body. He doesn't even know that he's getting older. Yeah. He, I don't think. He's showing that you can be. The exact opposite of Tom Brady, who doesn't eat bread and you can just drink vodka all day. He's and it's, crossing you know, the saw. I think that's the factors. You're he's yeah. crossing sauce. Like he stole. He he scored one of his goals last night with a broken stick when they were talking. Like his stick is that illegal? Uh, yeah, but I think it's he he doesn't care. He's like, oh, the stick was broken. 
Yeah, right. Well, I'm just it's saying, like, it's not. Yeah, you're not. Well, he that's might, a penalty. Well, I think right? what it is, if you if you know it's broken, he said. I think the the longer quote was like when he got to the when he got onto the bench, he was like, "Oh, my stick's broken." But gotcha. if you, if you're knowingly playing with a broken stick, and then it's, but I think so. It was kind of thing where he got to the bench and then he traded. I don't it think out. that that would be the case. I think it would be if the refs know you were playing with a broken stick. I've seen it before where no, I've seen it before where if like it, they, it's a judgment call on the refs. It's one of those things where it's like a rule that's like because it's there's there's no like it, it says if a pl- I think the rule is like if a player knowingly plays with a stick um now I think if a ref sees a broken stick they stop the play uh, they have to stop the play um but so I'm not 100% sure well, I think, yeah, I think it also depends I think that rule So that's is- what I'm saying when they know that you're playing with a broken stick Yeah they they stop then- they stop it yeah So yeah so rule 605 broken stick a broken stick is one that in the opinion you were right in the opinion of the referee is unfit for normal play any player whose stick is broken must drop the stick prior to participating in the play a player or goalkeeper shall be allowed reasonable time to be aware that the stick is broken. Exactly what you, yeah. you said. I really shouldn't have read the rule out loud because <laughs> uh, I hate confirming your... I could have just left it ambiguous out there and not had you be right. But uh, but you were right. You were right. So it, it, it's, it's a reasonable uh, understanding yeah. that the stick is broken. So yeah. Detroit, they are... They're looking good. They're rook. They're getting a lot of uh, good talent from their young guys. We're going to talk a little, a little bit about it on the fantasy show. At least I am. Um, their rookies looking good. Uh, Lucas Raymond and uh, Marit Cedar um, in Detroit six three win over Chicago on Sunday. Raymond would become the first teenager to record a hat trick since his GM Steve Yezerman uh, did it twice to kick off his playing career. Def- defenseman Moritz Cedar is turning heads with five points in five games with Red Wings and sitting third on team in scoring. Bertuzzi looking hot right now, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, looking real good. Detroit, I mean, that, I don't think that this is this is one of those. Obviously, it's a surprise. We thought maybe they had a few more years in this in this type yeah. of this but eventually type of young guys. Eventually, young guys turn it on. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, it's more it's more of the wow, that's kind of surprising, but not as not yeah. so. You know, I mean, it's oh, this year they're yeah. turning it on. They, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, that's the point of a rebuild. And you know, they've been bad. They were good. They've been bad. They got young guys, and now these young guys now like, clearly the young guys are turning it on a little bit sooner than. Everyone probably thought they were forgot the guy's a teenager and still. And we're early if they end up if they end up dropping in the standings and end up closer to the back end like we thought they were. No surprise. I mean, it's still it's still early, yeah. but I wouldn't be it's, surprised yeah. if they're in that playoff. Hunt. Yeah, and I mean, and you got to think from a team point of view. Even if you end up missing the playoffs, it's yeah. still great to see this from those young guys. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. As a, as a fan of the Red Wings, I don't think any of them went into the season with any expectations of playoffs, and yeah. so that it that it. The fact that they're looking as good as they're they're looking is playoffs. isn't. Don't talk about playoffs. Thank you, thank you, you Jim. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Um, I just I always, always kind of wonder what is George thinking in these situations. <laughs> uh, we don't have the George drop yet. Yeah, I hit so my George just... Zimmerman button. <laughs> <laughs> no, call George. <laughs> oh my goodness! Please do not. I have a zero. I'm not even going to make any joke. I feel like I feel like the jokes are there, but I'm just going to leave it yeah. alone. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, much like George Zimmerman, Zimmerman should have done. Leave yes, it alone. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, now moving on to something. Uh, worse uh yeah f- yeah much worse yeah, I, uh, not than the george jimmers but 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 us potentially joking about yeah. it um a fan taunted uh, elvis merzikens over the death of teammate and friend matisse uh Kivnechniks. um stadium security is currently trying to identify him it was a uh, dallas fan that's not even chirping that's just no. being like a bad person no you want to you want to 
you know, we have different styles of trash talk. I, yeah, but even that is, but like, I mean, that's, that's so that's outside of the realm tra- of trash talking. That's not trash talk. That's that's you're uh, a jackass. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't imagine that anybody wants that guy. My one of my favorite um, trash talking thing, saying, "Hey, your mom doesn't want you home for Thanksgiving." I don't truly believe that that referee or that player's mom doesn't want them home for Thanksgiving, but this guy, so, uh, Jordan Pennington's mom doesn't want. Home for well, probably not, but uh, but but this guy, I really think that this is definitely that guy, that family member at Thanksgiving that if he didn't show up, everybody would be happy about it. Oh yeah, well, that's uh, that's that's terrible. Um, how did I mean? How did it even occur? How does this even? Um, I I, I the article just said <laughs> I, he was probably going in and out of the tunnel. Or something like that, and a fan sh- probably shouted something. I I read the snippet. There was so much other news going on in the hockey world that I wasn't looking sure, paying sure. attention to that didn't part. Super super yeah. going deep on it. Um, but now let's switch to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right, so, uh, well, first, uh, some breaking news just came in uh, right as the drop was happening. Roger Goodell, the NFL will not release the Washington football team emails to protect anonymous accusers. Uh, this seems like a cover-up to me. Uh, so, uh, oh, I don't Well, know. if Roger Shocker. Goodell said it. Yeah. <laughs> I did see something that said, you know, Offensive Player of the Year, obviously Derrick Henry, Offensive Coach of the Year, John Gruden. <laughs> uh so uh titans decimated the chiefs i mean yeah. and i i mean i want a little bit of money on that money line which uh they Raptors, finally they, they finally, finally pay it out yeah like <laughs> like more than tw- almost 24 hours later it took them to give it to me which is insane they were like oh maybe they'll change the outcome uh but yeah that was a you think this is a reddit situation where may- <laughs> maybe if they replay yeah. the game i mean what is happening to the chiefs man they are imploding <laughs> yeah they're not looking not looking great at all i mean i mean i've i'm a i like patrick Mahomes. i think he's great but i think people have figured it figured him out a little yeah, bit that, i think he's getting too much he's trying to be patrick Mahomes yeah, too much I, instead of being a great quarterback. i think what's also happening is that listen you can be a great athlete and you can make when you absolutely need to make those insane throws. Like you made a couple of them in the Super Bowl, but he's like almost hitting the ground. He just tosses it and it's a it, it's a, a good catch or something or it's almost a good touchdown. Eventually, that chicken's going to come home to roost. You cannot do that like that. You can't make those plays for like every drive. Otherwise, the numbers are against you. He was he was making those plays in desperate situations. Now he's making almost making those cross body throws all the time and he's wondering why it's happening like there's a reason why they're you know athletes aren't taught that yeah patrick mahomes while a very special athlete there there have been other special athletes in, in the nfl yeah, yeah. he is not some god chosen athlete who can do these like if, if people could do these other quarterbacks would be doing these things right well and it's the thing is is that you can do it every once in a while if you're not doing it all the time but now players are expecting yeah. him to do it and they're baiting him to do yeah. it. You know, I mean, like you can fool a, a cornerback with the first move ever, you know, a couple of times. But then yeah. once you start doing it, it's like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. sit back and when, wait yeah. for when him to make this pass. People are expecting him to do a no look shuffle, you know, to Travis Kelsey. I mean, you know, there's going to be a linebacker staying home ready for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it is, you know, there, but, there has been no evolution in their offense, which is what, which is yeah. what made Brady so, Brady and Belichick so great for so long yeah. is that Brady's great quarterback, 
but he did it differently every single year. Yeah. And, and and that that is that is what made him a great. And quarterback. when Brady needed to rely on his defense, he could. The Chiefs' defense are just getting lit up everywhere. I mean, there's holes all over that defense. Yeah, there's de- there's definitely obviously bigger problems than than are being created. But when you get into a situation where you know, even when they are on and they're scoring quickly, your defense on the field a lot, they're gonna their mistakes are gonna yeah. be tenfold there. Yeah, I listen. I still. They can be dangerous. I think something needs to change. You know, the amount of turnovers are just, un- I mean, I think they've already tripled the amount of turnovers that they had last season. Protect the football. I yeah. mean, and I saw, I literally saw this last game. He runs out of the, he, he runs it up the middle. Mahomes does, and he's barely holding on to that ball until the la- very last second he gets hit. He brings it in. That ball's coming out. These are, I mean, this is a good these defense. Are professional. Yeah. Yeah. The Titans, these are ball hunters. They're going to get that ball. And the Titans are, the Titans are a great football team as they've shown over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. They can fight through beating some the adversity. Bills and the Chiefs. Those are beating good wins. The Bills and the Chiefs for sure. They're a good football team. Losing to the Jets, you know, I don't read into the, that too it much. Has, it's the NFL. It's the NFL. Any given week, any team yeah. can can win a football game. Should they have lost that game? No, no. That's that you got to win yeah. the games you can win. But this isn't college. Most the mo- majority of the time, a team's not going to go undefeated. No, like, you know, it's it's hard. Yeah, I, and I mean, and honestly, I prefer. I, I we're getting close to that point where the Cardinals are, you know, seven and zero. So now we're going to have to start hearing from all those 72 Dolphins that want to hate on the Cardinals forever yeah. and, and talk about This is a how, big week for the Cardinals. I can't remember who they, they play. A, this is a, Who do they play? I remember, I remember thinking last week when I looked at the schedule that it's going to be a, uh, this is, to me, going to needs to be a, this is going to be the litmus test for me for them. I just cannot remember who they play. They, no, I, they dominated the Rams. I mean, I'm not worried. I mean, the Cardinals are looking good. Defense, offense. I mean, every aspect of the Cardinals, they've got a receiving core uh, a perfect situation. They play the Packers. A perfect that, situation yeah. for AJ Green, in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, this is a big game. I, I I don't know what the line is, but uh, this is a big game for the Cardinals. I think, oh, definitely. Yeah. This is a big game for the Packers too, yeah. who are looking really good as well. Because listen, the Cardinals. I think they're for real, but a lot of people like the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I feel like the Cardinals are. You know, and I know a lot of people are like. Eh. They're complete. They've won games in many different ways, yeah, which and I is like important. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is looking is looking really Andre good. Hopkins is looking hot. Good too. Hop is hot. Nuke is Nuke is yeah. who he is. I mean, AJ Green is is looking yeah. like he's having a resurgence. I mean, Rondell Moore. You give yeah. him a few more I think, games, and I, I think Green. Honestly, I, I think that they win mainly also because Devontae Adams is there. Devontae Adams is a game changer. No Devontae Adams. No Devontae Adams. No Lazard as yeah, well. He's so also on, on COVID protocol. That's that's you know that's leaving a lot of that. Honestly, it honestly changes up the game. It it's gonna make it went it went from being probably on a Thursday night one of the most exciting games in in the week to being lackluster at yeah. most. Now, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He could go out there and they could could win this football game. Yeah. Nobody's saying that yeah, Aaron he, Rodgers he can't go win a Randall, game. Randall Cobb could go out and have a two hundred and fifty yard game, but. Cardinals could go out and win fifty six to zero as well. Yeah. That that that's that's what we're looking at here. It just makes it disappointing because it kind of changes changes up the ball game. And Cardinals got a good defense, so it it'll be a tough test for uh, for the path. I think it'll be. I don't. I think it'll tell us more about the Packers than it does about the Cardinals. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans gives away uh, Tom Brady six hundredth TD touchdown of all by accident to a fan. Uh, the fan gives it back, and he ends up getting a good deal out of it. Uh, the entire hall, uh, I believe, was two uh, signed jerseys from Brady. Uh, I've got the picture here. 
Uh, two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady. One signed Mike Evans jersey and game cleats. $1,000 to the Tampa Bay team store. Two season tickets for the remainder of this season and next season. And from Tom Brady himself, one Bitcoin. That's, that's a good haul. Whew. I take it. I will take it yeah. any day of the and week. And of course, people online are like, that's a bad deal. That ball's worth $500,000. It's like, no, no, no. That's what the auction house valued it out. You yeah. actually have to find, and not to mention, the NFL is not going to authenticate that ball. This is not the MLB where they authenticate home run balls. Yeah. The NFL does not do that. If you yeah. get away with the ball, they don't authenticate it. Right. I, I mean, and, and but honestly, think. I mean, I mean he's going to get so much more value out of being the guy that gave it back, in my yeah. opinion, as a as yeah, a they let him fan. So like the whole thing, like they let him get a pic- couple pictures with it. They he was on national TV about it. Yeah, you know, honestly, his, a Bitcoin if he holds on to that, it could be worth five hundred thousand dollars in a few years. Yeah, I mean, or it could be worth nothing. <laughs> it could be worth nothing, but it also, you know, yeah. it's if it's, I'm yeah, him, I'm, I'm selling that Bitcoin right it's now. The I'm dream. That. It's the dream. It's the dream. Ah man, I'm probably keeping. I'm probably holding on, man. He's wait. He's got to wait for the economy to crash, bro. <laughs> Uh, all right, that uh, about wraps it up for uh, news outside the NHL. So we're going to talk a little bit about today. We were going to talk about uh, when is the right time to start worrying worrying about your team, uh, I, whether it's early Thanksgiving. But we're going to got a, I've got an answer immediately. Always, <laughs> yeah. always be worried. Yes, <laughs> uh, I think I you kind of just summed me up too. So maybe we don't even have to talk about it next week. Always uh, <laughs> be just just one. Even if you're you're the, you're undefeated, the worry ADWs about it. Always be worrying. <laughs> undefeated, worry about it. You're yeah. completely defeated, worry about it. Yeah. In the middle, worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> Till you lift up that cup, you're worried. And even then, you got a week. Then you're worried about next season. <laughs> then it's like, what are we doing next year? Our our GM. Not even making any offseason moves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right. So we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Chicago Blackhawks investigation that came out. Uh, I'm sure by now you have read all about it. But to, a quick sum up without getting too into too much detail, because it is a lot. It is multiple things uh, reaching multiple different people in the organization. Uh, the There were multiple victims uh, who were sexually assaulted by a a member of the coaching staff and from like 2010 uh, to a couple years later. I feel like that's a very loose terminology of what this guy did. Didn't he just tape the games? He's a game taper. Yeah, he has a real... I just don't want to give this guy any extra added respect than he deserves. Well, I also don't don't want to demean the people who also do that for other teams. Well, I'm just talking about this guy specifically. Yeah, this guy was a piece of shit. I mean, yeah, like I would say that uh, he was he was terrible human and he he probably it was probably terrible videos. Yeah, probably made bad videos. Uh, Um, But anyway, so he he raped some players. Uh, he sexually assaulted some players, and then he went on to the uh, after he left there because Joel Quinville did not want it to go any further, and because Joel Quinville brushed under the rug, he ended up uh, sexually assaulting minors in the minor league. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, obviously, this is not really how the law works, but I mean, this. I mean, I hope in his mind that he's thinking that he's an accessory to this, to ruining yeah, not in, only... In my mind, Joel Quinville 100% is an accessory. I understand yeah. that I might legally, he's probably not, legally not, but legally if it not, wasn't for Joel but, Quinville brushing this under the rug, as, as well as other people in that room, whoever made that decision, children would not have been assaulted, and it would not be almost 10 years later. And I don't just blame them. <clears throat> this investigation showed that players knew about this many players multiple players yeah. knew about this jonathan taze was the captain of this team i i don't have a doubt in my mind that jonathan taze knew about this if you're the captain of that team and, and multiple players know you know yeah and sure people want to say that he was 22 years old he was young 
I, okay, look, but that doesn't can, matter. But what about at la- twenty two? At tw- you're you're saying at twenty two, there's not a point where you're like your buddy has been assaulted, and you're like it's cool. You know, that's right. what I'm saying. I mean, we can say other oh, young guys, and they you know things yeah. happen, but we're talking about two different yeah. worlds. But also, he was Jonathan Taze was asked about this last summer when he was thirty three years old. And he did not. He was not 22 anymore. Yeah, right. he's 33. He's an This adult. is very reminiscent to me uh, uh, to the Sandusky situation. And I would say that Joe Paterno was a more, is a more important figure, was a more important figure to college football than Joe Quinville is to na- the National Hockey League. And Penn State completely yeah. obliterated and wiped this man off the face of the earth. If this doesn't, if the same thing doesn't happen to Joel Quinville, if he yeah. gets to coach another hockey game, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, the integrity of the league is, co- I mean, every single, every single person who knew about this and kept it yeah. should. Now I understand that they were, that it did show that there was an assistant general manager or something like that, who brought it to, uh, uh, St- uh, st- uh, uh, Bowman's. Did he bring it to the police? No, but he's he yeah, he no, yeah. just as he brought he it is. to Bowman, and, and Bowman was he told Bowman told him no, keep this yeah. in now. But at the same time, you're an adult. This yes, is, this that's is what not I'm the saying. military. Well, this is just this, like this that is not guy. Nazi Germany where you're. Oh, I'm following orders. Like no one's going to kill you if you went to the police. Like go, you need to go. You need. He should have gone to the police. Well, this is it's the, again it's very reminiscent of the Paterno situation yeah. where that assistant coach knew about this, and then he went to his dad who said we got to take this to yeah. Joe Pa again. There are there are people with badges and guns and yeah. you, that you go to yeah. and you say, hey, and this is happening. And if they don't do anything, then you've done what you're supposed yeah. to do. And, you know, one of the one of the bad things I, I'm, I'm going to try refrain from saying, oh, the worst thing about this, because the worst thing about this is the rape. everything is the worst thing. Yeah, about this. But, you know, Joel Quinville's, you know, reasoning for why he didn't want it to go anywhere was, oh, well, you guys, you know, we we we, we have the we We've just won a Stanley Cup. We can we are we can win a third. We we, we can do something special. It, it Th- is. You know that doesn't matter. You know, and it, it's funny because we always make jokes about like, what would you do for your team to win the Stanley Cup? Like, oh, I'd sell my grandma. And you know, we all always make jokes about that. But but that is that is obviously what what it is. It's a joke. We're yeah. joking about about oh well, we really want to win a Stanley Cup the the livelihood and the the long term health of not only obviously the the I don't want to I don't even want to use the word victim the survivors that have had have gone through this but also the future victims and survivors which not only ended up being grown adult you know hockey players but then ended up being children you know yeah. I mean we're, we're we're the 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 branching effect of how many lives this ruined is is absurd. It is it's insane that uh, that it wasn't announced immediately that Joel Quinville is no longer. Yeah, and I mean something might have changed. Hockey. And again, I don't know the proof of what what has happened, but it seems like this has been a long term investigation. I think there's somewhere like 200 material witnesses corroborated yeah. so, a bunch of different stories, and I believe that even current Blackhawks players stepped uh, stepped in and admitted to that people. Had, there there were people that admitted wrongdoings. I'm not going to get uh, too far uh, into this. Uh, I'm sure over the next several weeks things will come out. Um, if you go to our Twitter profile, you will see that we quote tweeted a the Blackhawks um, address about this. Um, 
and, and inside that uh, uh, address is the complete findings of the investigation. It's a long read. Um, it gets worse and worse the more you read it. Every time you think that it can't get worse than this, they find a way. This was a systemic issue in the Black Hawk organization. And honestly, it also says a lot about hockey culture in the NHL. You know, John, uh, uh, John Doe went on to say, and players admitted that, you know, they used to, you know, like when it, the rumors got out, because eventually this kind of stuff gets out, they would ask him, oh, where's your boyfriend, Brad? You know, all Brad Aldridge, the guy, you know, who raped him. And so this, you know, his teammates were not supporting him, you know, and it's, it's not even like, oh, let's brush this under the rug so we can win a Stanley Cup. It's like, let's actively poke fun at it. Yeah. yeah. Something we didn't mention now that we're we're, gonna, we're about to move into games of the week. Is that accurate? Before we move into games of the week, we did not mention we got a World Series matchup set up. Uh, Braves Astros. Yeah. So game one happening right now. I am currently looking at it at the top of the second. Braves are up. Winning three to nothing, so we can all agree that we don't want those cheaters Houston yeah. to win. Uh, yeah, win a, I think uh, uh, a series. It's a it's a best uh, baseball is a best of seven, correct? Seven, yeah, it'll yeah. be a seven game series. You got to win four. Yeah, so, so I think sweep them. I, I think I, I don't think they'll. I think they'll win four one. Well, I'm not saying I'm saying I want them to sweep them. Oh, that's yeah. that's that that's the want of this podcast. I think we all agree this podcast prefers. Houston to never win a baseball game yes. ever again. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right, and Preds are up one nothing after a Matt Duchesne goal for moment USC and Ryan Oh, Johansson. Matt Duchesne? Uh, all right, so we will start it off. Uh, you got a Thursday game, so what's your first game? Or uh, let's do a score update, yeah, real quick. Score update us. Uh, let me pull it up. Do you have? I got it. I got okay. it. I actually added it to the uh, doc. Oh, okay. uh, score update is uh, you are nine and three, and I am seven and five. I had a decent so week this week. You had a really decent week until Seattle screwed me. You are you had a really decent week. I'm you know I'm 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 maintaining over yeah. here. Okay, I'm, still I'm, early in the season. Fight, but, but fight always for, be worrying. A fight for my life, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm 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 ready. Hey. I'm not. Look, it's early in the season. I'm not worried about it. You know, we got lots. Shouldn't of, you always be worrying though? Um, no, no. That's when you're a fan oh. of the team. <laughs> this is my. This is me playing. You know, like as as a player, you're never supposed to worry. Yeah. Yeah. Every game is the same. You approach every game uh, the exact same. And that's you know, look, man. That's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to. I'm going to keep battling through. I'm the two time champion of of, of this uh, certain games of the week thing. Uh, and I'm the reigning champion, so you know I'm just gonna look. It's early, early well, in the season. You saw what happened with Tampa after they won after a shortened season. Well, I didn't put myself on long-term IR, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So you're on LTIR from your day job, though, right now. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about that. Um, <clears throat> I am. Uh, I, I I had the Thursday game. I have the only Thursday game that we've chosen, uh, and I I swiped the best matchup. Yeah. No question. Boston, Carolina, Thursday, uh, the 28th at 6 p.m. Uh, one of the undefeated teams. I'm going to keep them undefeated here. We're going uh, We're going with Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Uh, if you had told me that I'd be picking this game three years ago, I would have punched me in the face. Uh, I've got Florida versus Detroit. Right now, as of recording, two good-looking teams. Yeah. Uh, I think Florida, uh, hopefully not being coached by Quinville, 
uh, will pull it out and beat Detroit, and that's Friday at 6 p.m. I think we both got a couple of... No, I have a Friday game as well. Uh, I have, weirdly enough, uh, one team I did think was going to be pretty decent. The other team, we not so much. But I, again, I only picked winning records, uh, teams with winning records right now, the teams that are good right now. Uh, Blue Jackets playing the Rangers Friday the 29th at 6 p.m. Going with the Rangers. They look pretty good. Uh, so- For nothing, Atlanta. <laughs> Talking about the uh, Blue Jackets, uh, and I guess uh, Patrick Laine got himself an OT winner the other night, and I made a joke to him. I was like, they should put a, you know, they someone should uh, put Victory Royale on this on it. And I get on Twitter, and it was all over the place. It was like him with you were like, not the smart. Yeah. You're not as smart as you thought that yeah. they were. It was very I mean, it was low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, but it was funny seeing the just, number one Victory Royale. You thought over. about it, and you're like chuckling to yourself. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be the first guy. And it's like, no, there are guys that have been waiting to do this since he yeah. got there last year. <laughs> um so all right so i've got a saturday game uh i've got new jersey taking on pittsburgh and the devils are their young guys are looking decent i think the devil i think it's a very close game i wouldn't be surprised um this is a coin flip game for me i think it goes to overtime but i got the devil beating pittsburgh on saturday at 6 p.m okay hey not a bad not a bad choice there Uh, i lied i think the ball was foul it's three nothing still okay so i I got a couple saturday games Oilers playing the Canucks, another undefeated team. Whether or not they'll, uh, the Oilers will be undefeated by the time they get to the Canucks, I have no idea. This is Saturday the 30th at 8 p.m. Got the Oilers taking this bad boy. McDavid over under three and a half points in that game. Under. Okay. It's not part of the bet, but I do want to put that there because I think over. So I'm just going to put that okay. right here. Uh, what's your next Saturday game? Uh, I, 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 my next Saturday game, I have the Flyers and the Flames. Uh, A couple of teams that I was a little higher on the Flyers, but um, I meant the Flames, not the Flyers. But the Flyers are looking pretty good. But generally, they do early in the season. They don't. They don't. They they mess it up later on down uh, the road. I need him to go to the playoffs. I still have um, that bet with David. <laughs> yeah, because both both the Owls teams are now looking good, so this could <laughs> actually be a bet, and I may not win this one yeah. uh, as the outsider. Um, I got the Flyers beating the Flames, though. This is Saturday the 30th at 9 p.m., so you'll be able to catch uh, most of the Oilers game and um, and some of the back end of that Flyers game. Yeah. Or if you got two TVs, you can watch them both. You can watch all my game pretty much, then watch those two games. Boom. Uh all right, so moving on to Sunday, I've got uh, Buffalo versus the Kings. Uh, Buffalo's looking good. The Kings are, you know, Kopitar's looking good, like we said. Uh, I, they're, they're nothing, yeah. they're, they're, they're not lighting it up, but they are. Well, they've only got one win, and it was us, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, all, they're all nice performance. They look decent, but. They did th- beat us, right? I, I, I remember, no, remember, I think that was. No, our, we won. That, we was, won our, that, that was our first win. Okay. I don't know what their record is at. I now. had a few. They were like one, four, and one, I think. But. Um, uh, but. Uh, I think Buffalo takes that one. And so I've got a Monday game. Uh, Washington versus Tampa. The slate on Monday isn't great. That's easily the best no, game of the night, no. though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the oh, premier yeah. Monday saw, night game. You saw that. You saw it and snagged it uh, as I snagged a couple from you. So we do something that we both don't really like to do. We both got a Tuesday game. Yeah. What's the Monday uh, night your, football game this your week? Your Tuesday, know? your your Tuesday game is the first one up though. So I'll look up the Monday yeah. night football. Uh, I've got game. Vegas, Toronto, two struggling teams that should be good, but right now they're just not. Um, and I actually haven't picked a winner yet. Um, 
but I'm going to go ahead, if I can find my mouse cursor here, I'm taking Vegas. I wanted to see who was home, but I'm going to take Vegas in this one. I think they uh, pull it out. Um, I did see that Vegas was one of the top teams in contention with Jack Eichel, which I like because, you know, looking back at the last several years of Buffalo, who've been a bottom feeding team, when Jack Eichel's in there, they have a top five power play. Jack Eichel is an immediate boost to any power play. And that's one of Vegas's big issues is that they do not have a good one timer uh, on the power play. They have got a lot of catch and shoots. But and, and and honestly, their best guy is on their second power play unit, uh, you know, stat wise, Alec Martinez. I think Jack Eichel would turn that power play around in a second. I think he would as well. I, I personally am of the opinion. I don't really like how Jack Eichel's handled this situation. You signed the contract. Buffalo did some stuff to try to make the team better. I don't want to see him land on a winner. I don't want to see him go and win a cup. Uh, yeah, uh, but I still think he has a right. You know, I you know, in the, he's he. I think the biggest mistake was not bringing this to the league's attention earlier. You know, as far as his surgery goes, like he has a right. Yeah, he signed a contract, but that also doesn't mean that they get to just completely ruin his body for the future. Like they don't sure. own him. He's not as like he like they own his rights, but at the same time, he has a say in what surgery he can and, and shouldn't get. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. But it's also their right to not play him and not trade him. Yeah, we no, and there's a good it, chance right? they may not trade him. And I think at this point, he just is, he's fine. I think he's fine with not playing, but it does look like they, they are accepting calls. So it does look like they are wanting to move him. And he's yeah. just kind of along for the ride at this point. Yeah. His only thing is, I'm not playing for you guys. Yeah, and that's so, fine. Yeah. And I'm okay with his right to do that as well. But, you know, you, I mean, you know, that's, that's where I land on. I don't like how he's handled it. Yeah. Because this was issues before the surgery came out. Yeah, we are having our. We are already having these issues, and this is just a, well, I a think sticking that, point. Well, I think what, what what was I think those issues were. You know, we've known about this surgery thing for a couple months now. You have to think that this was an internal issue for a long time before it became public. Well, yeah, may, so yeah, I think that was what so. a lot of certain. Well, I think that's what a lot of the issues were stemming off of before the yeah, game became. But public. E, but even uh, let's say it has been going on for for a lot longer. We we've heard. We've heard chirpings from him for a, 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 a while about how he's upset. Yeah. I mean, he signed this contract a good bit ago. Yeah. And so that that's my thing is like you were cool to take that 10, whatever, 10 mil. Yeah. And then you're having and then you have more issues. And, you know, if that would have if that would have been the only thing. Sure. Wow. No problem. Vegas is taking it. Like, Colorado is not looking great this season either. No, they are not. It is early. We will yeah. see. Um but we're worried. But, uh, but uh, so I got the other Tuesday game, and uh, obviously did not expect to have this as one of my games of the week. But again, <laughs> two really, really <laughs> solid teams uh, for the season, both with uh, with winning records. Oh, by the way, the Monday night game is the Giants Chiefs. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'll two be okay struggling teams, Washington and two yeah. struggling teams. Uh, Buffalo playing the Sharks uh, on Tuesday at nine thirty p.m. I got the uh, I got the San Jose Canes winning this one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, actually talking about the Sharks, um, they originally wanted to get rid of Vander Kane. Unfortunately, that the CBA, um, according to the CBA, it's not as they 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 would have to buy him out, and they don't want to buy him out. They just want to terminate him for breach of contract. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, their legal department is saying that his actions did not bre uh, breach the morality clause, even though 
uh, an attorney for the NHL. Well, he was he's a he's a retired he's retired now, but he was on some shows. He used to be the uh, uh, in the legal department for the NHL. Pretty much came out and said no. He one hundred percent broke the morality clause of uh, of the league and of the team, and he does not yeah. understand why the Sharks are he, having trouble. He, with this. he broke federal law. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like this. Yeah. Like okay. So you're telling me that within the contract of the NHL, the morality clause. Feder- uh, doing something against federal law doesn't it doesn't it doesn't reach that the the NHL has a, has standards well, that are so he was saying that technically the investigation was done by the sharks it was not a and the investigation they they were they made sure for so whatever reason to not use the words he used a fake vaccine card they used words that he submitted false vaccine documents yeah that's your that's you just said the same words mm, te- no and he said technically. That letter by letter yeah. of the law, vaccine documents could be something just something from a doctor, and there's faking a, medical records is is yeah. against the law. Well, yes, but because they didn't go into detail, there's no detail there. It just says documents. It could not even be medical. It could be so. It, so what? But it was semantics. The only what, thing what this is a semantics. Yes. Yeah, the only thing that would make what you're saying different than what I'm saying is if he like drew one crayon <laughs> a white piece of the paper and said, "I got COVID vaccine." Would you be surprised if we found that out? I would not be surprised, yeah. and I would say I would come on here and I would say. I, I was wrong. Yeah. But the implication is, is that these yeah. are official documents. Now, if that he, I that think he, what they're trying to do is they're trying to amicably leave, I guess, to maybe help his bankruptcy situation. No, it sounds like they're trying to have some, some value to where they can trade him to another yeah. team. If we're being honest, but honestly, yeah. like I couldn't imagine what team, I mean, I'm sure teams would take him. I've seen, you know, the shitheads of the teams draft, but I mean, the sharks players made it very clear to also the media. They don't want him back in the locker room. He has been a locker room cancer there. Yeah. And that is a term that gets thrown around a lot. But when the actual players are saying that he's bad for a locker room, he can't come back there. Yeah. No, I am winning now. I agree 100 percent. I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of, of them being able to terminate this contract. Yeah. Again, we're we're getting into something something deeper. We got a joke. Of, we got a joke of the week here, though. All right. Let's move on. to Joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. I have only read the headline of this and the comments on Reddit. That's all you need. A hiker lost on a mountain for 24 hours ignored calls from rescuers because he didn't recognize the phone number. So before I read it in longer, I wanted to want to say that it is absolutely insane that America is one of is the only fully civilized country in this world that does not regulate spam calls. You are people are just allowed to spam call and spam call. Apple does. I literally got I, I got I mean, I've it tells me now potential spam. Uh, luckily, I got five today. One actually made it through with like a six one five number. And I was an, I was expecting a call from somebody today. Answered it, uh, car warranty, uh, hey, uh, Capital One, some bullshit. Like, it's it's absolutely insane. But a hiker who was lost on a mountain uh, ignored calls from rescue crews because he did not recognize the phone number official said. The hiker was reported missing last week after they never returned from a trek on Mount Elbert in Colorado. 
Um, after an unsuccessful search of an area where hikers typically get lost, crews learned that the lost hiker had returned to their place of lodging. One notable takeaway is that the subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognize the number. My, I got many questions, but I'm going to stop. First you. off, the dude clearly wasn't lost. If you got cell service, you're yeah. good. And number two, did you did you send him a voice? Did you leave yeah. him a voicemail? That's, no, and trust me, the con- that's one of the comments. And I was, and, I know, I saw this yeah. the other day. Like, but apparently, he did tell them he left an itinerary with the with the hotel. And I mean, they they take that seriously. Yeah, like because I mean, people can get lost. But throw the dude a text yeah. message. But yeah, the hiker claimed they did get lost when it got dark, and they reached their car the next morning. But like, if he's really lost, you're taking that phone call and be like, "Hey, uh, I don't want to buy your insurance. Can you call the police?" They're like, "Ooh." Buy our insurance. I'm gonna call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely insane. And at first, I thought this was so. I didn't realize it was like the hotel thing. But uh, you know, in some places, um, if say uh, say you went for a hike and you told me when you'd be back, and uh, I went and you know, and this was and it was the same situation where rescuers tried calling you and whatever, and that you didn't answer. Uh, in some places, I, I somebody would have to pay for that. You can't. It's not a free thing. Like people have to pay like a couple thousand dollars for there to be a rescue, which I did. I just learned about. Didn't know. I thought if someone gets lost in the wild, that's the job of the authorities to go rescue somebody. Then they're like, "Ooh, we're gonna need. Uh, we're gonna need. You're gonna." You're I don't know where you think, I don't know. I don't know where you think we are. The 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 country of gold. We just got gold lying around to go rescue everybody, Bobby. <laughs> like, no, you go out into the wilderness. You get you either. You either prepare like checklist to be like is this person elon musk or jeff bezos because if not you gotta pay right yeah <laughs> you gotta pay is this oh wait, let me is this the guy that mike evans gave the 600th football to tom brady to because that was included that was i mean <laughs> he, got, he gets one free rescue he's a national hero for yeah. goodness sake <laughs> uh all right so uh the the summer of bond or, or and honestly with how bad this movie, maybe we should call it the fall of the fall of Bond. And I didn't, you know, uh, because of my, you know, cryptically stated Your extracurricular issues, activities, my cryptically stated extracurriculars. I did not get to watch the movie, so we're gonna do our first. Uh, but our we, first, but this we cannot. Confirm, should I? We watch cannot it. confirm or deny that this is part of the Black Hawks investigation. That we you've will been not. Missing. I'll go ahead. And, I'll, I will <laughs> confirm and, and I will confirm or deny. I'm denying it is not a you, part of the Black Hawks investigation. Here. I had to bleep it, but he said he confirmed it. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is going to be our first official uh, should I watch it episode Oof. of the um, summer. Bond. Yeah. And I, I as a friend, um, as a confidant, no, you should not watch it. It's bad. It was it's real bad. Um, it the storyline what well, made uh, zero like they never went like why? Oh, I, I kept asking myself the question why I literally got online and I looked at the plot and I'm like, this doesn't clear anything up. <laughs> He's like looking for documents of some sort and documents it's, and he gets handed. I feel like they, the whole movie was based on just them wanting to use the phrase for your eyes only because he was handed the document in the beginning. It was like, and it said for your eyes only. Uh, first off, Roger Moore at this point is at this point in this point in the uh, in movie is the oldest, uh, I was the oldest James Bond to ever play the, the part. And Megan walked in. And she was like, how old is he? I was like, he's really old. And he's like, he looks like a grandfather. He's 47 at the time of the, of filming this. And he's like talking to some young gymnast. And I'm like, and she's like, you know, he's going to try to hook up with her. I'm like, ah, she's like a child, bro. 
He's next, James Bond, dude. Scene. Are you now, next kidding? scene, he walks in and she's in his bed naked. Now, he didn't hook up with her, and he was all like, "No, oh, that is that's surprising. a surprising." No. But later in the movie, that one there was a villain who is old, younger looking than Roger Moore. She's like, "You look, you're too old for me, but I know what you want. You want this body, don't you?" <laughs> and he's like, "I'm a." You can see in his face, he's like, "No, I'm a villain. I'm." He's like, like, "I'm. He's you're like, my I'm hostage." He's like, "I." No, I do not. I am. I actually like older ladies. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> like you're a figure skater who could very well be a child. <laughs> but like, so it was based in like the Winter Olympics, um, in somewhere, and they. I seriously, there was a chase scene, Salt it, Lake City. Uh, maybe it went through every single winter sport. The chase started with nice. first off. So I do want to say a young Tywin Lannister is one of the okay. bad guys. Okay. So it starts off with him, you know, the big ski slope with like the long jump ski slope. Yep. It starts with him like accidentally winding up in the elevator going the up long, the long, the, the long jump. Yeah. The long ski jump. So, um, and so he somehow like he's running from the assassins into there. He gets in the elevator and he winds, then he's just in line and the bad guys, like two guys behind him. They're like looking at him, giving him evil looks. He looks back at them. He winds up, he like, and somehow he picked up skis and, and they're like, okay, it's your turn to go down the slope. And he's like, what? I feel like, I feel like. You're doing a great job of explaining it. However, you I did try to watch. I tried to watch a little bit. I did not get very, very far. Uh, you are literally skipping the best portion of the movie when the Dr. Evil-esque character. Oh, yeah, the helicopter gets scene. carried by the <laughs> yeah. helicopter he that is him. over. Oh, yeah, he, he was he was officially dead. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. I never saw him again. But he did drop him down some large tubing yeah. pipe. Like he had. Like aren't you an aren't you like an officer of the law? Like you were cap. You, you arrested. You had this. No, man. no. He does have a license to license. kill. License to murder, though. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's I like, like MI six and I, CIA. I did like how in this movie, they were like license to kill. Or I don't know. Sean Connery was background license to kill and license to be killed. It's like yeah, anyone has a license yeah. to be killed. That's literally a. <laughs> It's life, dude. Like, do, do, do the bad guys only kill people with licenses to kill? Like, I think is, it sounds. Do they like, have a better code of honor than James Bond? I think it sounds like they're like, okay, well, we're not gonna come at if you kill him. Like that's on you know that was on us. Yeah, we didn't train him good enough. He can be killed. They're like, ooh, we shouldn't have given the license to be killed. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have, <laughs> we really shouldn't have done that. Um, but yeah, and so first off, many many times, and this is a gripe throughout the entire series, the. The Dr. Evil-esque guy put his own pilot in there because he was like, oh, he's a nobody. He's one of my lesser known pilots. But on some weird electrocution thing, could have just put a bomb on the helicopter. Could have just blown it up. Well, just a little bomb right then and there. fun at all. <laughs> was it, were, were we sure that it was his guy, though? Yeah. I think it was just like he's he's rigged up no, the stuff. No, he said, he said, don't worry, Mr. Bond. He's not, uh, he's, he's, he's not that important to me. I, th- I think that he, pl- he was a plant. Or something. And when I watched it, it seemed like it. Um, but anyway, so. It seemed like that yeah, to me. Okay. But again, it doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really matter. Really part the it. dude is dead. Yeah. Um, or is he? Um, uh, so anyway, so he goes down that thing and then Tywin Lannister follows him down the ski slope. Uh, and they both end up jumping over. Then he's on the same skis. He He's in the. Um, what's the. What's it called? The oogly boogly thing that with that in like a little car down a. Lujink. Lujink. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's goes down, he's fall. First I am like very frustrated by you though, because winter Olympics are your thing. Okay. Well, I forget the names of them, but they're, they're just, they're just fun. The woogly boogly thing. Oogly boogly. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was rude. It sounds close to losing. Uh, um. <laughs> Five nothing, uh, Atlanta. Cool. 
Uh, so he goes down. First off, he's already messed. This is an Olympic qualifying. Immediately, this would be locked down. They'd be like, all right, everyone stopped. And they just continue on like it's no, nothing. Going. He's going. He's on skis going down the losing track. There's a guy on a motorcycle following him out of nowhere. The motorcycle has guns on it. Excellent. Well, that's not out of nowhere. This is James Bond. Yeah. So, but uh, and then there's the uh, triathlon where like the guy skis and shoots out of nowhere. This guy is like a competitor. They've already established this is like a well-known, worldwide known athlete who is like is favored to win the Olympics in this event. Well, Guess he's a bad guy. He's in his qualifying match, gets off the and then hides in the woods to shoot him. Which those things are only like twenty twos. Like they're not like high powered rifles. Yeah. It showed him being like a world class shot, misses all of his shots against James Bond, who's just walk, who's just skiing. Well, it's yeah, I mean, he's James Bond. He did not, he did not have his own license to kill the guy yeah. that had the license. I do want to see a spin off of this guy who worked his entire life for this one moment, and then the bad guys like gave hey. it up. Yeah, gave, gave it up it for it this because he was like in first place, and he's like, oh. At least they're finally trying to just shoot the guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, later on, there was many other times when they could have just killed him. Uh, they then they go through different bad guys. Then he's climbing. I'm gonna go and skip to the next part in the part that I remember. But he's uh, he's in. Oh, I do remember in the beginning. Uh, I want to talk about it was the craziest thing in the world. They had a positive ID on the person they're looking for, and the guy says our agent. Our, our our agent got a description from a from a Grecian about a uh, um, Spanish guy, and I'm like, I'm sorry, a British agent got a description from a Greek guy what a Spanish guy looks like, and you think that description is going to be accurate at all? Yeah, <laughs> like, it was probably it was probably an extremely racist description <laughs> yeah. that described everybody in the everybody in the world. <laughs> He was between he was between four foot and seven foot. Yeah. Uh, he was between a hundred pounds and three hundred pounds. Uh, he looked like a guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, the movie was and it was just not. So it ended poorly. It was bad, and okay. I don't. Even, I honestly, I watched it. I don't even know where they really ended up with it. They look. They ended up going in a little submarine to look for a treasure. Okay. Yeah, and then. Okay. Once again, dumb mistake. Uh, they, they, he disappears. Him, him with the Bond girl disappears underwater, and there's a bunch of sharks, sharks circling up top. And then he's like, they're "Like, Paul, should we go down and look for him?" He's like, "No, the sharks got him." It's like, what evidence do you have of that? The sharks haven't moved. The sharks are still on top of the water, like on still on the, on the surface of the water. It's bad. It's stupid. It sounds horrible. It sounds basically like every other uh, one of the movies that we've had so Hopefully far. Hopefully it ends soon. We're getting to Pierce soon enough. Yep, uh, and soon to keep... our uh, drinking game for Roger Moore and yes. then to our Austin Powers break, maybe. Yes. Let's do our Austin do Powers break before after Pierce. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the, the our Austin Powers break before Pierce for sure. Cool. Um, I did want to say the Braves scored again. It's five nothing. I think I did say that, but they are the first uh, first team in history in Game One to score in all three of the first innings. Of that the scores game. wrong. So they had San Jose one nothing over the Preds. I think it's nice. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, I got a couple of cards. This should be pretty quick. I think I know our answers for them. Um, By the way, this is questions from the internet, people. Yes. Yeah, sorry, questions from the internet. Would you rather get stuck at a red light every time for the rest of your life or become a loaf of bread for 24 hours once a year? 
loaf of bread. That's yeah. an easy one. Uh, my, my big things were like, what kind of loaf of bread where? You know, I don't want to get eaten, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty. I don't want to get stuck at red lights. Either. I'd rather get eaten as a loaf of bread. Lights, yeah. I'd rather get eaten as the loaf of bread than get stuck at every single red light ever. So easy money on that one. Uh, would you rather wear cargo shorts every day or no socks ever again? No socks. No socks That's as well. A couple of easy ones. I literally only wear socks like when I work out. Yeah. So a couple of easy ones, but uh, you know, I'm a huge sock guy because yeah. work and stuff, but you know, I'll just give them up. They're out. So I do have a lot of socks with cool designs on them though. That's what I'm saying. I got, a, I got like, I got like 80, I got yeah. like 80 pairs. So uh, let's move on to snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Mine's a simple one, and it this wasn't uh, yeah Jeep people don't like Jeep people. Yeah. Now, it, just because you own a no, Jeep doesn't make you a Jeep yes, person. That is very specific. Like type owning of a situation. Jeep, in the, uh, but like if you're the Jeep you guy, got a Jeep. You're just yeah. a Jeep. You just got but a Jeep. But if like your Jeep is your entire personality, it's like a Harley guy. Oh, if you're worst. like a Harley guy, owning a Harley doesn't make you a Harley guy. Have you seen that South Park episode with the Harley guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think when they drive by? Like, obviously, we can't go yeah. into it, but I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, it is not all inclusive. All Jeep, all people that own, I mean, Stephanie owns a Jeep. She's not a Jeep person. She yeah. just owns a Jeep. What if she secretly is a Jeep person, just not when you're there? And she yeah. does a little wave I to people when, when she Dude, does. she does a Jeep. She does. She does the deep Jeep flip like yeah yeah i mean yeah i would have to reevaluate some stuff if we're being honest because that's like that's like if you uh you married somebody you go on a honeymoon and you find out there's somebody that claps when they when they land <laughs> like on the plane like it's over i've never once seen it happen but apparently it happens like often I've, I've, enough. Seen it. I, I've heard it once and it was like it was bad i like it was a universal Ugh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, and you feel bad for the person that's with the clapper, and and like they're definitely a Jeep person, though, right? Yeah. Or a Harley person, yeah. or they're the type of person that drives their Jeep while carrying their Harley. Oh, <laughs> that would be the that would be the Venn diagram yeah. <laughs> of clappers <laughs> on a on a on a plane in my mind. So uh, I don't actually, I never had one, but I did have. Uh, I just thought of one real quick. The the slow payout on your re- it wasn't like it was a boost or like a bonus yeah. or something it was like a regular money line yeah. bet and my boost because my boost did my Jonathan because I had a Jonathan Hill boost for a hundred yards or over which I was like I was actually that a little skeptical about it. Do, that but one, and that one they got paid out at the same time which was like you know well, a couple those, hours those, later the yeah. boost usually do pay out later and yeah. I understand that because they're like a boot and and so it, it would come later on because a lot of people probably did it yeah but dude I just made a that's like making a straight up bet with your bookie and then like being like, Hey bro, yeah. let me get, cause my if I had lost that, they would have taken, like, that would have been, I mean, they would have like, lost <laughs> no problem. It yeah. would have been like in question about yeah. it. Like they were like, oh, we already got your money. Have a good one. Catch you later. Pay my boy his money yeah. or anybody for that matter. Yeah. Like nobody should have to wait for their, wait for their money. You make millions upon millions yeah. of dollars but, from us. All right, everyone, we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.